0: Welcome back into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollahan, and I'm back here on this Monday evening discussing the Baltimore Orioles' Game 2 loss to the Texas Rangers and previewing Game 3 of the ALDS that will be in uh, the Lone Star State. So, Game 2 was uh definitely a different outcome than I had for sure, as did many Orioles fans and really um capped off what was a pretty pretty rough day in Baltimore sports as the Orioles uh got out to an early two nothing lead, but Grayson Rodriguez couldn't keep it going and um you know the O's were able to or the Rangers, rather, were able to dig into the O's bullpen. Um, and that, you know, had some major, major ramifications from the night before where Bradish couldn't go that far and then they had to bring in the pen and just things got completely out of whack. Um, you know, unfortunate that it had to happen. Um, the way it did, especially because the O's at times were able to, you know, draw in a little bit closer, but just in the end, um, just wasn't, wasn't uh, what they needed, uh, wasn't enough. Um, Grayson Rodriguez, and I think this goes for the majority of the team right now is, I just think he's too young. I think the team right now is proving that maybe they're just a little too young for the moment. Playing in the postseason, I mean, you know, throughout the regular season, taking over the AL East and doing what they did, I mean, this kind of seemed like the team that could make a deep playoff run, and unfortunately, it's looking like it might end early, um, bearing any dramatic comeback, which I know as much as you want to stay positive about it, I can't see a situation in which the O's pull through, so we'll get to... You know, um, we'll get to that now. We'll get to previewing game three. Uh, The O's have Dean Kramer on the mound, and he'll be pitching against Nathan Ivaldi. You know, looking at it right now and looking at where you are, you got Dean Kramer on the mound. Um, You just got to hope he can go out and, you know, he's on. Um, Because you don't have John Means right now, who I believe if he didn't have that setback would be your guy there. For game three, but you're throwing another righty out at them, and that's um, that's going to be an issue. You know, um, I, I think that the Rangers clearly are a hot team, and they're probably going to continue it swinging the bats. But you got to hope the Orioles can come out and put something to something together as they're finally going to see a right-handed starting pitcher in Nathan Eovaldi. If the O's can get going and they can hit him early, and you can get a lead. I'm pretty confident that the O's can pull through and get a win. Um, but once they turn to the bullpen, you know, we haven't seen the O's bullpen pitch with the lead yet. That's kind of a problem here that, you know, you're going to have to address is how do you pitch in the postseason with the lead and with this young and inexperienced of a postseason relief pitching core. I, it's it's going to be a problem. Um it's going to be 85 degrees down there in Arlington tomorrow, looking at the weather, sunny. Um, but this is just, this is unbelievable situation that if you would have told me a week ago, I would have been so stunned that the O's would be down 2-0, and it wouldn't be because the bullpen struggled or anything like that. It would be because the starting pitching struggled or the hitting, you know, went flat in game one. Just a real... Real mess of things. Um, The O's are going to have a long mountain to climb, um, and they've dug themselves a pretty deep hole, and especially going down to uh, Globe Life Field um, now that the Rangers have their first home game um, in quite some time. I mean, they've been away from home since their series against the Mariners, which the last game of that series was um, find it here. So the last time the Rangers have been at home to play a game was September 24th. And you know that crowd's gonna be ready to ready to rock. Um, and you know, so the O's are gonna be going into a hostile environment and they gotta, they gotta be ready, but this is really tough situation to be in, but I'm, you know, really, really, um, if it does end up, if they do end up losing tomorrow night, I don't think anyone should necessarily look at this season and, you know, have a total, you know, just utter, um, you know, glum feeling about it. I mean, this was a very successful season. You won 101 games, got a ton of experience, you know, I feel like you know every year now with the Brandon Hyde era, we've seen them climb the mountain a little bit more, and hopefully, you know, this season will set up something big for next year. I mean, they got the talent to do it; they just need the veterans there. I'm also going to be interested to see, and most likely, it is going to be Adam Frazier at second. I wonder if maybe if things go awry early for Dean Kramer, do they maybe think about bringing in a Kyle Gibson, you know, just to just to see? I mean, I you know I, I can't see that actually happening but maybe they do you know you start to look to your veteran guys a little bit more i mean you know you've seen Aaron Hicks there in game 2 he came through whereas opposed to game 1 he had that blunder there but you know just just really an inconsistent uh ball club right now with the Orioles in two games i mean you know it's uh it's a shame i mean you know they they pitched for the most part in game one, but they didn't hit. Then they hit, even though, you know, I think they were um they were fortunate that the Rangers, you know, had a lot of long innings there offensively, so their pitchers were cooling. So, you know, I think that also helped. But um it's just, you know, and with the big lead that the Rangers had, they weren't putting out their best stuff. So wouldn't necessarily say they were inconsistent that they didn't hit, but they definitely didn't pitch. I mean, you know, give, giving Grayson Rodriguez a two-run lead, lead and he just can't come through. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it just proves to the, you know, uh, immaturity of this ball club, you know, the what they need to improve on. And I'm sure Grayson Rodriguez is going to, you know, um, evaluate it in the off offseason and, and he'll be better next year. And, you know, if they can – Somehow, dramatically keep this going. I'm sure he'll be able to, you know, come out in his next start and and be be ready for. It. I mean, that's the thing. Right now, you know, if they get though this win in Game Three, you know, you, the wheels start turning as to who they turn to if there is a Game Four. But if they can force a Game Four, then kind of that pressure and that doubt sinks back into the Rangers, who just like the Orioles are a bit an experience. So if the Orioles can just manage to get a win tomorrow and keep it going, there's still that chance. So again, it's not over, even though it may feel like it, but it's it's a it's a big, big hole that they have to climb out of. Alright everyone, thanks for tuning into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hallahan, I'll be back on tomorrow night for the recap of game three. And if there is a Game 4, I'll be looking ahead at that.